welcome to this episode of Amplify Your Impact, where we talk to fast-growing, mission-driven entrepreneurs about how they're growing their businesses and helping others to do the same. My name is Susan Leonardson, and on this episode, I have Nellie Hardin. Nellie helps families build self-led discipline and leadership into their homes. They set, set their children up for a wildly successful life on their terms and elevates the family experience with big joy, palpable peace, and everyday growth. Um, I'm excited to have Nellie on because this, I was just telling her literally right before we hit record, I'm like, I just love talking about bringing our children up in entrepreneurship. And um, that's part of what Nellie does. So we're going to bring her on. Welcome Nellie. So happy to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. This is so fun to be on here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, I mean, I first, I want to know, and I know the audience wants to know a little bit more about like your background. You actually have a really cool background. Like you came from a totally different field. Um, (laughs) and I want to know like the transition story of like, what made you change over to what you currently do? Um, well, that is, that is a big, big story. And yeah, so I come from, um, you're probably referring, I think, uh, I referenced in there. So I used to work with humpbacks and, um, yes. So I, uh, was in marine mammalogy, uh, when I first graduated, uh, college and I, I went from that to veterinary and then had a plethora of children. And then, um, I retired from all animal life for a while, but, Um, I did not grow up with entrepreneurship or anything around me like that. And I had known a little girl living in uh, the middle of Michigan somehow had salt in her veins and wanted to um, be a marine mammologist. And that is what I did. I, you know, from probably third grade, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And I stuck to my guns through many trials. And that is what I did. And I do not regret it. it was it was such an amazing experience to um, have that be a part of my story and a part of my life and something that still leaks through today with some um, some volunteer work that I do. But amazing. My point being that I think from the time I was very young, I had this idea of have a dream, pursue a dream, pursue a dream, achieve a dream, mm-hmm. right? which is exactly what self-led discipline is. And then that progresses to leadership. And so, yeah, I, and I can get into that in a minute, but, um, it was just a really interesting road that went down. And actually our first business was a competitor of Netflix, believe it or not. Um, and I say competitor in the loosest sense, you can possibly say competitor <laughs> because we had no capital whatsoever, but this was like when Netflix was just coming out, my husband and I, I don't even think we were married yet. Um, we had just moved away after college and we were like, Hey, let's start a video company. And we did. And that was our, we were like 21 years old. And, um, that was our first time that I was like, oh, well, I got to do this now. I got to do this now. Oh, sure. I'll write up this and I'll do this. And it was this really neat experience that amounted to Jack squat, except for it gave us that experience. And it really gave us that, that eagerness and that little, you know, taste of what entrepreneurship looks like. And it was really fun. And so, um, we moved around a lot and ended up where we are. And, um, we have several businesses that we run as a, as a family, uh, today. And my real passion is getting back there and teaching other families that have kids within this, what I call the 65, 70, that's how many days are in 18 years 
And my real passion is getting, is turning around now. I mean, my kids are still in there too. I have a 16 year old, two 13 year olds and an 11 year old. And, uh, but teaching people how to help their kids really adopt this mentality of self-led discipline, which is seeing a task, planning and executing, um, a plan for it, and then achieving an outcome on the other side. And that's something that's really missing today. And that's what I want to see. It's so fun. It's so, um, rewarding and our kids can do it. Uh, we just don't give them enough credit and we just need to help set their mindsets to it. So that's what I love doing today. That's amazing. Uh, not only because it's, you know, we as entrepreneurs were like, you know, we, we chose this lifestyle and most of us want our children to also go into it for the same reasons that we do. But even if they choose not to just learning the skill of being like self-disciplined can help them with whatever they want to do in life. If they want to go to college and get, you know, a master's degree, become a doctor, like whatever it is, they, um, have to have self-discipline. And I think that beyond that, it's even like when we start looking at society and um, values and principles that are, are kind of being upheld in society lately, Mm -hmm. it seems like a major hole. Like it's not really existing in certain (laughs) parts of our younger generations. So I think like, I know in part of your, um, part of your bio that I didn't read is, um, you know, this is, you believe that this, um, is our best chance to positively change the world. And I think that's so amazing. Oh, hands down. And that is what I see lacking today. We've somehow gotten, uh, we haven't believed in our youth for a long time and our youth is they're not only our future, but they're such an amazing source for ideas and um, innovation today, right now. I can't tell you how many ideas I've gotten from my kids and working together. But like you were saying, you know, I, whatever my kids want to do, they want to do. And that is great. They all have their individual gifts and passions, but I racked my brain. I did polls. I have lived for 42 years. I have done all of, you know, these things and all these different careers I've had, which, you know, we've scratched the surface of, but there is literally nothing that you can do that will push you forward in a positive direction that doesn't require self-led discipline. And, um, Jim Rohn is really, uh, I, I used to study Jim Rohn. I, I, I still do and, uh, love him and what he says, but he was the one, his definition there was, uh, you know, discipline is the bridge between goals and achievement and taking that and seeing, okay, you know, when our children are first with us, we are having parent led discipline then, right? We, the parents are telling them what to do, helping them through that bridge and then, uh, celebrating that achievement on the other side. But as they go through these 6,570 days, the 6570, by the end, you want them to be able to see their own problems or problems in the world and and things around them and devise and walk through that bridge and come to the achievement on the other side, even if that achievement is failure, because I know you and I both know failure is just another step in in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And so that's why self-led discipline is so important. There's I mean, literally nothing, unless you are going to be in a, you know, a, uh, sedate state for the rest of your life, everything else is going to take 
some discipline to do, whether it's work, whether it is parenting, whether it is entrepreneurship, whether it's faith, whether it is, I don't know, taking your dog for a walk when you don't want to, you know, Mm -hmm. everything is going to take that. And the step beyond that then is self-led leadership, which is the goal that you want your kids to be at by the time they leave home, because that means you know, when I, when I speak of leadership, I'm not just saying that you can go out and be a CEO. And if that's what you choose to do, awesome, but you need to be able to lead yourself before you can lead others. And that is that right there is the goal, um, that I want to see these families achieve because I know that's what parents want for their kids too. That's what we want for our kids. We all want to see our kids, you know, have confidence and, you know, success in their passions and, and in their loves. And uh, we don't want to be scared when they go out into the world because we don't don't know what kind of decisions they're going to be making, right? We want them to be secure in who they are. Yeah. I, I mean, that's so important. Just be, I, I have younger kids. So minor, she's almost, my oldest is almost nine. And then I have two younger ones. So I'm still at the stage of like, not really getting into it with teens yet of like, you know, being them more independent, but we're getting there. And it's been on my mind a lot of like, oh my gosh, like, I hope I'm doing a good job preparing my kids. Like, It's just, oh, it's, yeah. it's so stressful as a parent. So I want to know then um, when, when these families and parents are coming to you, um, why are they, why are they coming to you? Like in their minds, they're, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, what, what are they trying to achieve? Is it that they're just like, yeah, I want to set my kids up for success or are they in kind of some sort of distress at the moment? You know, I get two different kinds, um, because of exactly what you're saying. So I have a, um, teen leadership Academy and a junior leadership Academy. And that really is divided like, uh, two to 10 is the junior, uh, for families with kids that are Mm -hmm. two to 10. And then the teen leadership Academy is for, um, those that are 11 to 17 and, obviously the 11 to 17, we're getting into more of the, uh, teenage angst that is so labeled today. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that one, you can, I definitely see there's communication walls that are up, right. There is uh, connections that have been lost and yearn to be restored. There is problems happening in school or on the other side of that, we don't want, we want to be preventative or they want to be preventative and not have any of those things happen. Right. And so there's this, um, and with the younger crowd, it is preparing the road to always stay constant in this idea of self-led discipline and leadership. And that that's where we want to go. That's how we want to do that because we are not raising little us's right. We are raising other people. We're raising adults, future adults. And so we want to help them become the best them. And we can't do that if we're in the mindset that we're raising little us's, <laughs> little, right. little moms and dads and whatever. And so, um, with both of those, I can, I see either there is an issue happening right here. It usually is always under connection, communication, or a clarity issue that's happening in the home. There's either breaking rules, there's confusion, there's walls up, there's um, a lot of sassiness, there's a lot of um, fits that are being had, there's a lot of anger for some reason. Or there are people that are like, you know what, we're doing great right now, and I want to make sure that we stay great right now. And so, um, I, I definitely, I definitely see both in there. That's, that's good though, because that means, you know, people are 
being proactive, but also you're there if, you know, there's some sort of emergency situation happening in their, in their family and, and it, it works for both. That's awesome. So you mentioned you've got two programs um, yes. for the different age ranges and um, let's, I, I thought of a question while you're speaking. Um, let's see where this goes. Okay. So I was thinking like, okay, what, what is missing in our schools that you believe could, they could be doing, but they're not. Um, so sometimes like, you know, the parents, I mean, not that we like lean on and like expect schools to raise our children. Like that's not def, that that's definitely not the mentality, but, um, I was just thinking like, you know, what schools there, our kids are at schools all the time. Like they're there most of their lives. And so what do you, what's your thoughts on, um, how your programs kind of help supplement skills and stuff that they, they are needing to be learning, whether it's at home or in schools and like kind of where are they falling short? Yeah. Um, that is, that's a very big question. So, um, <laughs> when I got it out, I was like yeah. thinking it as I was speaking, I'm like, I know what I'm trying to ask, but I don't know how to put it into words. <laughs> so, um, first of all, I want to say that I think schools, uh, are amazing. I think, te- I think teachers are amazing. Yeah, and sure. I think that what is put on them as far as responsibilities, both from some parents and definitely the culture and community at large can just be an impossible outcome to expect when you are in a classroom with one to many, right? Mm-hmm. And so in school, the way that, that I see school, you are in there for instruction. And yes, there is life lessons that are going to happen in there, but the teachers are in no place to make those the priority over education right now. Anyway, just with the standards that are put on them, you know, your kids have to make these kind of grades. They need to have these on standardized tests. And it's very, very stressful. I have plenty of uh, friends and family that are all in school systems working. And so what this does is it hel- it helps with life. And so when you're talking about uh, different ways of cun- communication, that's going to come up when your kid gets a bad grade that they don't agree with on a test and they have to go talk to the teacher about it, right? You know, that is going to show up there and that's what they are going to be able to get in the leadership academies, both of them. Um, and what about friendships? Teaching them what a real friendship looks like, both in receiving and giving. Um, talking about learning styles. So in the schools, they can, oh, you know what? Um, I just ran into this a couple of weeks ago. There was um, someone that was getting all of their information via computer. Well, they don't learn best that way mm-hmm. and they weren't, weren't doing that well. So, okay, so let's print it out. And they did so much better, right? But it's just that cognition of knowing no, I'm not stupid that I am not getting all of this because I can't, I don't, um, compute things well reading on a screen, but if I print it out aces, you know, and so, um, helping them with, uh, deal with that, um, obviously relationships, obviously communication, 
and just clarity and where they want to go and what they want to do, right? When they're at, uh, in the cafeteria at lunchtime and there's, you know, all of the different tables and they're like, oh, I don't know where to sit. I don't know where to sit. That social anxiety mm-hmm. can come in and helping them understand who they are and they're not defective in any way. They are uniquely themselves and there is no normal. That's one of like a huge thing we go over in these uh, leadership academies is there is no normal. Normal is literally an average of abnormal. Mm-hmm. And so if they can look around and say, oh, that's that unique set of 20 unique people. And that's that unique set of five unique people. And I'm my unique person. It just opens up the world perspective on who they are, how they can relate to people and how they can learn. And then consequently, how they can achieve whatever they want to achieve and move forward. I love that answer. I'm glad. Thank you for like, just making sense of the question I was trying to ask. (laughs) That's perfect because, um, no, I, I a hundred percent agree because I think that other, one of the main problems that I believe, um, is a, is a major parenting problem is that we do some, you know, not everybody, but some parents do place so much responsibility on, on the other adults and teachers and authorities in their children's lives to teach them things that they really should be taking responsibility over. Um, and I understand, you know, not every parent really feels equipped to be able to do that. And that's where a program like yours kind of steps in. It helps the parents feel more equipped to be able to help their children with the life skills. So that was perfect. Oh yeah. Uh, Thank you. And I, um, I love, uh, wonder woman. (laughs) (laughs) There's this scene in wonder woman, the new ones that came out and I don't know, they're just, they're visually, uh, beautiful. I want to go live on that Island. I think that's really what it boils down to, (laughs) but, um, Anyway, there's the scene in there that she says, if I don't go, who would, who would I be? And I see that in what I, you know, in parenting too, if you don't lead them, who will, right? Mm -hmm. Because then you are to your point, you're relying on someone that you don't know very well. You don't know what their core beliefs and core values are. You don't know what their goals are and where they want to take your kid, even if they're close to your kid or not, you really don't know. And so if you don't lead them, who will? You're, you're putting that huge responsibility on someone else that you don't know all that well, and probably doesn't have your kid's best interest in heart. They probably have their own kid's best interest at heart, which is the way it should be. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Okay. So before we wrap up, I want to uh, let everybody know, um, you have the family success fault. So I'm really excited for you to tell us more about that. So I'm going to let you do that. And then also, Um, just where other, other places people can come and connect with you as well. Okay. Well, I, uh, so the family success vault is so fun. You guys, um, that is through my website, nellyharden.com. That's an IE. Everyone tries to put a Y on there, but it's N E L L I E H A R D E N.com. And you just go to the tab for family success vault. And that is just, it's a free members exclusive area. Like my, my mama's heart, uh, to yours and any, my parent to, or my family to your family. And it is filled with some great resources to, uh, learn about how to use time and not spend it. Talk about, uh, there's a great, um, resource in there called the discipline hacker, which is amazing. Uh, there's one in there about, um, how to teach your kids good judgment without being judgmental. 
It's a very confusing word these days for our youth. I serve mm-hmm. out in our community for youth too. And if you use, uh, you know, judge, judgment, judgmental, they mean such different things. And it's very, very confusing for our kids. So yeah. there's that um, entire teaching in there. Um, how to teach your kids to discipline themselves so you don't have to, right? That's the Mm -hmm. goal. Um, So all of these resources are in there, free to you, just um, a gift uh, that I love to give people. So definitely go and grab that. Become a member of the Family Success Vault um, and it will serve you. And I'm always adding more things in there as well. Um, And then I have my two programs. Yeah, the the Teen Leadership Academy, the Junior Leadership Academy. And um, of course, I am on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, we have a great community on Facebook called um, Discipline Hackers. And so uh, you can come and visit me there too. Awesome. I'm going to go join all the things all and the things. I'm so excited, you know, cause like I was saying, my kids are at that age where, you know, we have some, we have some, uh, talking back problems, some, some tantrum problems and, uh, <laughs> I've exhausted all the things that I know. So I need some new tools <laughs> in my tool belt. <laughs> I'm going to come learn some more things from Nelly. Um, awesome. Go. I love it. Nelly, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, I, this was awesome. I, I think it's what you do is so important. Um, and everyone, everyone who has kids needs to be paying attention to this part of, of how they're parenting and their, and their children, especially in today's society. And so I appreciate you taking the time to be here and for all that you do to help people. Oh, thank you so much. It was so great to be here. Thank you.